You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. No, 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 no one. No one. No one gives you fatties like Skippy and Fish. Show me the money. Let's get it rolling. BetQL. Picking fatties. What's up? Welcome back to BetQL. Picking fatties. It's Wednesday, June 29th, 2022. Bish and Skippy from D.C. and Colorado Springs. Remember, keep the downloads coming. Spread the good word. Tweet us anytime at Picking Fatties. Let's start today's show and uh, welcome in one of my boys who comes on the Junkies all the time from CBSSports.com. It's my man, Will the Thrill Brinson, who likes to throw the cash around. Will, what's up, bro? What's going on? Just uh, enjoying a, uh, a nice late June day in uh in north carolina not a lot of football news going on which makes it um you know theoretically hypothetically if i were to go to downtown raleigh and have lunch with chip patterson and have a couple miller lights this would be the time of year to do it around lunchtime hypothetically that's right because the sports world just kind of pumps the brakes right now oh it's nice everything's besides baseball it just pumps the brakes well it's nice but you know Four-hour morning radio show, sports radio show, ain't easy when it pumps the brakes. Oh no, no, no! It's 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 hell on earth. Like doing a daily NFL podcast, and it's like, all right, we're gonna rank the top ten offensive linemen. Uh, right. We're gonna get squeezed forty-five minutes out of it, or or it's like, okay, uh, you know what? Uh, you know, right, you can pick five teams, the five five NFL right. teams most likely to go seven and ten this year. You know, just do the list list galore. It's not um, right. it's not content manna. That's for sure. Right. Who who are the five most overrated coaches in the NFL? All right, here we go. I mean, at uh, one point on a – it was actually a BetQL show because it was uh, You Better You Bet with uh, my pal Nick Costos. Um, right. I was, guest, I was guest hosting. You know, Ken, um, Ken Barkley is usually on there doing the analytical stuff and the sharp, uh, you know, gambling stuff. And I came on and, and Nick and I somehow – I somehow derailed us into a tangent where we ranked – the NFL coaches, head coaches, one through thirty-two, based on hotness, uh, which yeah, I'm comfortable. <laughs> I'm comfortable ranking other men by their looks, and I have no problem saying that Matt Lafleur is the hottest NFL coach, uh, and Cliff Kingsbury a close second. Really? So over McVay? McVay is top five for sure. You know who else is like sneaky right. hot uh, from a from a coaching perspective? Pete Carroll, Silver Fox, man. I wish I, 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 I he's better looking than I am. Like, oh, I, I hope I look like that when I'm his age. Yeah, That's he's what sixty seven. Petey's old, yeah. sixty seven. Yeah, it's and crazy. then like Belichick, you know, you can you know, like Belichick, uh, like any other, like if he worked at like a Wegmans or something, or like the you know oh, Food Lion, he's, he's 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 repulsive, but he does he's have the, the allure of power, which bumps him up a few notches because of his success. You know, right? And he, see, this is what happened. This is how Costas and I ended up doing an hour on the hotness of NFL head coaches. So, uh, well, and then Belichick's. Belichick's boss likes to get after a little bit in the uh, in the in the spas in the salon. No, I no, uh, <laughs> uh, no, I, I I will refrain from commenting on that. Last I, <laughs> all right. So we were t- we were talking about the um, some of the win totals. I'm just going to keep it local there for you and um, Skippy and I were talking about this last week. Some some win totals in the NFL that we were looking at. And I want to get your take on this. He actually likes the over five and a half with Carolina. I kind of like the under now. Kind of depends on who the quarterback is, but right now, if the quarterback's going to be Sam Darnold, and I get it, Matt Corral, they draft. I don't know how soon he's going to be ready, but if Sam Darnold's going to be your Week One starter and play 
significant games. I like the under five and a half. I haven't really studied the schedule. I can pull that up real quick. But um, first of all, do you think Sam Darnold will be the, the starting quarterback in week one? And number two, do you like the over five and a half or under six and a half or under five and a half? Well, all right. So I was actually talking about this on local radio on Monday. So this is perfect timing. Um, I said that if I were handicapping the week one starter for the Carolina Panthers, that I would put uh, Sam Darnold at minus 200. Okay. And I would put Matt Corral at plus 250 or plus 275. And that would have Baker Mayfield at plus 150. So I think wow. that's kind of the wild card for the Panthers and this total. Why I wouldn't, I, I like the under. Um, and I've like, and I, and I, I assume are we looking at bet rivers. Did I do that right? I'm always scared. I do the wrong sports book on these things. Well, I just had fan duel up, but, um, <laughs> okay. Okay. I didn't know. Okay. I didn't know if, I didn't know if there's a show sponsor I was supposed to cite. Oh, no, no, no. Like, we're not linked. Okay. We're not linked in. No, we're not. linked. Oh, okay. Perfect. Well, so like at Caesars, you can get under six, which obviously like a lot better from a win total perspective, uh, than five and a half, because I mean. You know, for no bleep Sherlock reasons, like you, you have a push available, you know, five, you know, uh, you know, six doesn't kill you, whereas it might um, with, you know, with the, whereas it would with the five and a half. And there's a couple of factors here with the Panthers that, that concerns me. One is on the under, like I like the under, don't get me wrong, but you have one in week one, you get the Browns in, in Charlotte at Bank of America Stadium. We saw the Panthers come out and win three games to start last season Granted, Jets, Giants, and uh, Texans, I think. Healthy Christian McCaffrey. But this is the Cleveland Browns. Very, very, very unlikely at this point to have Deshaun Watson for that week one game. Right? Like, I think right. at this point. Impossible. Impossible. Almost, it would be shocking if Deshaun Watson's playing week one. So that's very much a game that the Panthers can win. Um, you also have two games against the Atlanta Falcons because of the you know, division, obviously. And they really might be the worst team in football. Like I think they probably have the worst roster in football. And so that right there, you could even get to three and you have the Seahawks and uh, Giants on the road. Now, don't get me wrong. I don't think the Panthers are a good football team. There's a lot of losses on the schedule. Um, I'm not at all convinced that Matt Rule is a capable NFL head coach based on the way that, you know, like they didn't have Teddy Bridgewater after he left. He's like, yeah, Joe Brady didn't even practice the two minute, like two minute offense. (laughs) Excuse Mm. me. What? Like, Right. <laughs> like this ain't Baylor wow. anymore, bro. And so <laughs> I, I, I think that like there's so much to not like about the Panthers, but there are definitely concerns. And like, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, wouldn't put anybody's money on the over. Like, I, I think, I think the over is a bad bet, but because Baker is lingering out there and there are enough winnable games to get you to six or seven. And there's enough pieces where like they improve the offensive line just enough. If they get a full season of McCaffrey, if one or two guys take a leap forward on defense, where it's like Jeremy Chin, Derek Brown, Brian Burns has that big breakout season because he's he's angling for a contract, and and they've sort of said some things publicly that that you know like hey you know who knows we maybe we'll trade Brian Burns like who who's to say it's like what You're not, what are you insane what are you talking about like he could be motivated right. like there's just a, a the Baker thing is my biggest concern because I think if Baker comes to Carolina, this bumps up a half a game maybe gets to like six and a half, seven, it seems more likely with Baker there. I wouldn't want to bet under six now, have the Baker trade happen, and then you're just regretting it for the rest of the season. You don't think, though, that yeah. Cleveland keeps Baker for eight games? No. Baker, in uh, fact, I think I, I, I saw it today. and Baker again, won't hypothet- stand for that. Right. So hypothetically, I may have seen something on an alert on my phone. 
if again, hypothetically, I was eating lunch with Chip Patterson and, and slamming Miller lights on Hillsborough street. Um, it, it, but uh, <laughs> it, it, point being is I think Baker came out and said, nah, man, the ship's really sailed. Like we can't, he's, he has in sort of the same way that Matt Ryan, obviously different, you know, career arcs and, and whatnot, but like former top picks, not, not top, former high, you know, high picks who have been offended by the team that drafted them because they right. pursued that team pursued Deshaun Watson. It's like, look, I mean, I, I'm not, I'm not going to come back and play for you guys because you made a bad investment in Deshaun Watson. I want out. I want to go to a new team. And you have to think that both Seattle and Carolina look at Baker as an upgrade over what, you know, whether it's Geno slash Drew Locke or Sam Darnold slash Matt Corral, like Baker's just an upgrade for both of those teams. And I, I think with Carolina, particularly Matt rule, is going to be like minus 200 to be first coach fired. He could right. not, his seat could not be hotter. David Tepper is a lunatic who is looking to fire somebody. Like he fired like the, <laughs> the, the coach and the GM of the soccer team he owns. Cause he's like, ah, I've got to fire somebody. Uh, and I can't fire <laughs> rule yet. And, and so I think if you're Matt rule, you're like, look, I can't, I can't put my job on the line with Sam Darnold. Like I, like we got to go get Baker. So I, I think that deal ends up happening at some point uh, before training. You're probably right. So it might be worth it just to take a shot over five and a half. All right. Before we let you go, are there any other win totals? I don't know if you how much you've looked at them. Any other win total plays that you like in the NFL this year? Atlanta yeah. under four and a half. You, you got to love that. Love. I mean, yeah. No. No. It's fine. I, I like. I love being well, on the spot. I guess um, you like Atlanta under four and a half. Yeah. I mean, Atlanta. Like, if you look at their roster. <laughs> I mean, it's it's like really, really, really bad. I mean, they have, I think the last yeah. time I checked, they have um, four players that I would well, want on a roster. Yeah, I mean, Mary, I love yeah. I love Marcus Mariota, man, but I mean, that's you know, I mean, he ain't he ain't it. Oh, I think um, the the one I really like is the uh, the Chiefs over. By the way, ten and a half. Andy Reid's at the over in so he get he started in two thousand thirteen in Kansas City. Last year is the first time he didn't hit the over on his win total. Um, missed it by half a game. I think Mahomes and Travis Kelsey will be motivated to uh, show people they're fine without Tyreek Hill. And everybody's all over the Broncos and the Chargers. So that one, to me, looks like a pretty good number. I see that at, um, at uh, Caesars, just sort of the default that I use. And, yeah, they got, they right. got under six, minus 120 for the Panthers, which I like. Um, the other one, uh, uh, the Eagles juice is, what about is Ravens? terrible. What about what about Ravens? Yeah. Ravens over Ravens, nine and a half. I like them a lot. Yeah, love that. So um, if you look at uh, adjusted games loss, which Football Outsiders calculates, in 2020, the 49ers led the NFL. And this includes – 2020 included COVID games lost. Not just injuries, but COVID games lost. The Niners had 166 maybe – uh, adjusted games lost 30 more than the next closest team in football. Last year, the Ravens had 195. Like they lost so many dudes. They lost what Gus, I mean, uh, Gus Edwards, uh, JK Dobbins out of the gate with ACLs. You know, it's a run heavy yep. team. Lamar missed games and they still were like there at the end. So I think Baltimore, Baltimore two to one to win the division is a great bet. And I love their over. And then I'm really high on the Eagles this year. I bet, I bet them to win the division. Um, Minus 145 is pretty steep at over nine, yeah. but I think that's a 10-win team or more. So I, I like the Eagles as well. Will and I agree on every – I said Baltimore. I said Eagles. I say Atlanta is going to – I'd be shocked if they win five. I love it. 
Atlanta's 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 winning like two games. I mean, I think so as well. It's like Kyle Pitts, AJ Terrell, (laughs) and like uh, I'm sure there's another. Oh, and I mean Drake London, I guess. I mean, but like like guys that you would like. like, Oh, much. Foundational pieces. Yeah, they really have nothing. They have zippy. All right. Yeah. Hey, right. Will, appreciate Beautiful. appreciate the time, buddy. You can you can tweet Will at Will Brinson. I think I got that right. Yeah. Uh, oh yeah. And then and what's the name of your podcast? Screen, Pump your Pick Six Podcast Daily. Pump your podcast. Daily NFL podcast. Um, you know, jump on now. Action will pick up as we get closer to the season. A lot of gambling talk. Um, we do bets every week. Best bets show during the season with Pete Prisco, RJ White, and uh, and Kenny White. And uh, we do a recap every Sunday night at like 2 a.m. Eastern time. So it's fresh off the presses when people want to talk about football. <laughs> Sweet. Hey, Will, thanks it. for the time, bro. We'll, we'll talk soon. And we'll get you on again in a couple weeks. Hey, anytime. Happy to do it. Thanks, Will. See All right, guys. Buddy. See you, man. See you. That's See our man, Will Brinson from CBSSports.com. He, like I said, he, he, he likes to throw Well, he's yeah. money on the his picks like with Baltimore. I, I just think they're going to – I think they're going to definitely win 10 games. I definitely like the Atlanta under, like you said, and I like the Eagles to get to 10 wins too. I just think they can run the ball. I think they have the best off or one of the best offensive lines. And I think Hurst takes it or Hurts takes the next step. All right. So let's, um, let's delve into a couple of uh, big program, big name college football win totals. And we can start with Alabama um, since we've been talking about Win totals in the NFL. Let's kind of veer off and get into some college. So Alabama's current win total right now is ten and a half. If you look at their schedule, I'm going to pull their schedule up here in a second. Um, they they play Texas in week two, okay? Um, and you know it's that's going to be Quinn Ewers, who the quarterback for Texas. He's the kid who transferred from Ohio State. It's going to be a second start as a collegiate and he's got to play Alabama. All right. So that's obviously a, a pretty tough out for him. And I just think that even though Alabama lost a lot, they got some good transfers in, man. They got the kid, Jermaine Burton, who's coming in from Georgia, the wide receiver. They got the uh, running back, Jameer Gibbs from Georgia tech. He's going to be a stud by the way. Um, you know, obviously their quarterback is, is, is Bryce young. Who's going to be a Heisman favorite. So again, again, I don't know how you feel about the ten and a half. I'm going to pull up their schedule here for a second. I well, I mean, they if they schedule. play if they play twelve regular season games, which I think they do. I'm going yes, to go over. I'm going to go over that because they're not getting in. They make the playoffs every year. They're not. I, I, I'll be shocked. They're not going to take a step back. Yes, they lost some guys, but they had a lot of youth on that team. I think they're going to be better this year. I'm just telling you, I think if you look at their depth chart, their depth chart is still silly good. I mean, even though they lost, even though they lost Matt Gene Williams, a receiver, like I said, they bring in Burton. They bring in this kid, Tyler Harrell from Louisville receiver. They got Ja'Cory Brooks and Jojo Earl, who were highly recruited kids who played a little bit last year, but they couldn't, they couldn't supplant obviously Mechie and Williams. So they're going to get a lot of time. And then I'm telling you, Jameer Gibbs, you saw Jameer Gibbs play down at Georgia Tech. He's legit. Who's going to be more motivated outside of Clemson, Who, because Dabo just doesn't like to have those type of seasons. How are you not going to be more – who's going to be more motivated than Ohio State didn't even make the playoff? 
and Bama. Saban, Bama, who was to me embarrassed in the second half of that game against Georgia. I mean, no, I know it was a f- only a few plays, but Saban just doesn't like to get thumped like that. I mean, it mm-hmm. just doesn't happen. And it's happened to him a couple times. Clemson thumped him and they came back. I think they won it the next year after Clemson yep. thumped him. Yep. And yep. I just think they're going to come back more motivated than ever. I don't think the SEC, I mean, Auburn, come on. They're not going to be great. They don't have any of the quarterbacks that they need to be great. Um, A&M, obviously, everyone's hyping them up with Max Johnson going there, and we'll talk about them. But Bama gets that game at home. I, I just think and, – and they beat Bama last year. I, I just think Bama is going to be tough to beat this year, and I think they get give – me, give, me the, give me the 11 with Bama. All right, let me just pull up their, their schedule. They're going to start off with Utah State. Okay, All win. Right. One and win. 0. They're going to go play Texas in Texas. Now, again, that's Texas, and I get it. They got, they got players, but Texas is year in, year out overrated, and they're going to have a young quarterback going against all those studs. Will and, they're gonna, and, they're, and, and, and they lose a game they shouldn't lose, or they don't, they don't ever win games they should win. But let's say that's a Bama win. Um, Bama win. All right. Louisiana Monroe win. 3-0. Vancouver. I'm Vancouver, excuse me. Vanderbilt 4-0 at 4-0. home. Um, at Arkansas, could be a little dicey. All right, mm. Arkansas's on the rise, obviously. But, after but last here's year. the problem with Arkansas: they just don't have the passing game that you need. You just, you just never, ever, ever, ever see Bama lose to a running team. They just Correct. don't. I mean, I maybe agree. they have. I can't even remember when they have. I mean, when Burroughs hammered them. So I, that's a win. They're not, they're not losing Arkansas. Uh, here's the big one, and you talk about. Who's going to be more pumped for this game? Bama will. Bama's going to be so pumped. Saban's going to be so pumped after what happened in the offseason with the back and forth with, with Fisher, with Jimbo. A&M at home on October 8th. I think the, I think he's going to eat Jimbo's hog for in that game. He's just going to eat it for lunch because Jimbo – look, last year A&M was preseason. I think they were five, and everyone was like they're making the – they were – what are they, eight and five last year? They lost to Arkansas. They lost to Ole Miss. Jimbo – look, when you talk the shit that Jimbo did about – you say that the way he did, you know leading up to that game that is going to be nothing but – I mean – Give me Bama in that game. I don't care about they cover or not. I just think they're going to win that game. And they probably are going to cover and hammer them. I, I, I can't wait to that game. Uh, at Tennessee, could be a, a rough spot there. Tennessee's going to be good this year. Mississippi State at home, at LSU, at Ole Miss, App State, Auburn at home. So I, they're not going to lose a home game. Um, and then the tough outs are obviously always going to be at LSU, at Tennessee, and at Arkansas. Um, Ole I'm Miss not just saying I love it. I'm just saying they play 12 games. Is that 12 regular season games? Is that what they yeah, play? Okay. Yeah, and 10 and a well, half, so they would have to lose two to lose your bet. I mean, obviously, could it happen if they get injuries and this and that? Yeah, but a healthy Bama team is motivated as they're going to be, and I think they were embarrassed by the by the championship game, the way they got thumped at the end. I think you see a motivated Bama team. All right. Um, all right, real quick, we'll just hit Georgia now. Um, and, we're, of course, we're going to be hitting a lot of these teams. Yeah, tomorrow we'll start with A&M. Yes, exactly. Um Georgia's also 10 and a half. Now, Georgia was unbelievable last year, finished 14 and one, obviously natty champs. But let me just tell you something about Georgia. And their schedule isn't brutal. I'm just going to, I'm going to roll off their schedule real quick here. Um, all right. Oregon to start. That's a neutral field. Um, Samford 
at South Carolina, Kent State, at Mizzou, Auburn at home, Vandy at home, Florida, obviously in Jacksonville, Tennessee at home, at Mississippi State, at Kentucky, Georgia Tech. All right, so they don't really have, you know, maybe two tough outs. Um, you know, Tennessee and Florida are, are well, Florida's always on a neutral site, but Tennessee's at home and Auburn's at home. But they lost so much. They did, and I don't know. I'm not a huge Kirby Smart guy. I'm they just lost not. so much, that, especially on that, the defensive side. But well, and Stetson Bennett's back. Stetson Bennett's been there forever. Been there like six years. Um, but they got the redshirt freshman quarterback, the Brock Vandergriff kid, who was highly recruited. I'm not saying he's going to start. I think Bennett will start and probably play most of the year. But Vandergriff's going to get some time, especially if Bennett's struggling or gets hurt, because um, he's kind of the future for the next three years at quarterback for them. But they lost so much defensively. I don't know if I can go over the 10 and a half with Georgia. Hmm. I mean – it's going to be hard to beat them too. I mean, it's probably one of the greatest defenses we've ever seen in college football, especially I given and they given reload. The I know they given, reload and they reload. Um, you know, I don't know how much I believe in Tennessee yet. I know they can roll it and I get it, but I just don't know if, you know, and again, like you said before, I mean, Auburn, I don't know. I don't believe I'm not an Auburn guy. I don't believe in Auburn and they just don't have a super hard schedule. Is Auburn's quarterback, the kid that transferred from A&M, Zach Calzada? I think he is. I think got, he is. They got Finley too. They got the TJ They just Finley swap. Kid. Everybody just swaps. And we'll get into all this this year. As we get into the, as we get later into the summer, we're going to go over the whole transfer portal cuz that'll just make for fascinating radio anyway cuz it's so ridiculous. But everyone just swaps. Um I can't say I'd feel confident going with the under on Georgia just because I, I but I can't I don't love the over. I like the motivation that I'm going to see from Bama, especially with I mean People forget Young was a true freshman. It wasn't he a true freshman last year? Young, no, no redshirt freshman, redshirt freshman. Well, no, because he played a little bit in his freshman year. Remember, correct. he played like three or four games. Yeah, yep. He's going to be better this year, though. He's only going to get better this year. I mean, he just is. He played great at times last year. I know at times he didn't, but back to Georgia. I don't know um, if you if if I have to make a play, I'm probably not going to think they lose two games either. I'm telling you, Georgia's. I see a 10 and two season. Bama's okay, awesome. I could see it. That wouldn't shock the world. I just, you know, if, if they go 11 and one, you're not going to say, gosh, I, I'm so surprised. I mean, Kirby, Kirby can recruit. I mean, they do, they get athletes coming out of their ass there. So, and Bennett, like you said, these quarterbacks in college that have an established career, he's been there for a long time. He knows the play calling. He knows the program. They don't, there's certain games. They just don't need him to do anything because they right. can run the ball. So, I don't know. I don't. I, I just think you know. Alabama's got the best quarterback, um, if not in the country, certainly in the conference. I just think that their offense is going to be just as explosive this year as it was last year, yes. even with those NFL receivers. Because I'm telling you, these guys who transferred in and the guys who were sitting behind the studs who now can play as starters and Jameer Gibbs at running back, that kid Gibbs from Georgia Tech is an absolute yep. stud, and he didn't yep. even have close to the offensive line he's going to have at Bama. And right. he's gonna, if he stays healthy this year, no one's talking about him, the kid Gibbs. He's going to be an absolute superstar. And if you think about it, there were times last year Bama even struggled in the running game. Now, they're not against Cincinnati. They ran it down their throat. But there were other games you're like, geez, what are they doing with Robinson? Yeah. This kid, this kid's quicker than Robinson. He's a he's a freak, and I think he's going to have a great year. 
it was the best. That was the best move for him to transfer from Tech to Bama. That was just a yeah. Because now move. he's in. Now he's in the NFL after Bama. Trust me, unless he yeah. gets injured. Oh yeah, hundred percent. All right, we'll so wrap we'll, we're wrapping we'll, it. We'll be talking. Uh, we'll be talking, of course, more Power Five and some Group of Five. We'll get into Group of Five later this summer, but we're talking about teams and their win totals, depth charts, transfer portals. Um, you know who we think is going to win the division. We'll get into all of that. Remember, download, subscribers, subscribe, 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 subscribe. for Skippy nope. Boy DB. Thank you for uh, for what you do up in Jersey. We'll talk to you soon. I'm Bish. We're out. And listen. On the plays today, I'm going to tweet them out. Bish's plays, my plays. So just obviously look at, check Twitter. The plays will be out there. We're in a rush. We're out. What's up? It's Skippy. You've been listening to BetQL picking fatties. If you like what you hear from Bish and myself, make sure you subscribe. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Odyssey, anywhere you listen to your favorite podcast. Leave a rating, and you want to keep coming back every day because we have new episodes being released seven days a week, and we're giving out baddies.